Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. This episode is sponsored by my free Bloated Beautiful Workshop running online on February the 17th. You will learn why you're bloated, what foods to eat to avoid bloating, what supplements are worth your money and how to get to the root cause of bloating and IBS. If you want to learn more, pick my brain and empower yourself to better health, then jump to the link in the show notes to register. Today, I have the beautiful Lily here to chat about all things body image, diet, culture, and eating disorders. Lily is a certified rapid transformational therapy or RTT practitioner. After suffering from an eating disorder, Lily saw firsthand the life-changing effects of hypnotherapy. Lily is passionate about working with women to overcome anxiety, body image issues, and overcoming eating disorders, as well as a host of other things. Thank you so much for being here, Lil. I fell in love with your Instagram and you as a person and just knew that we (laughs) had to connect and have so much to talk about. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you and all your listeners and, yeah, get the message out there. Awesome. So let's just start from the beginning. Tell me a little bit about you, what you do, what you've studied and, you know, what what your passion is, what your business is. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Lily. Um, I live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And I'm a hypnotherapist and an RTT practitioner, which is rapid transformational therapy. Um, And so, yeah, I studied rapid transformational therapy and hypnotherapy all in one um, with a school over in London. So it was all virtual, um, which was, yeah, I actually really liked it. It was, you know, I could study at my own pace and my own leisure and, you know, it kind of made me really motivate myself to do it, which I kind of enjoyed that challenge of doing that. Yeah, self-motivation for sure. Yeah, it was a huge challenge and I'm a big procrastinator, but I yeah, <laughs> big time. But so how long really was the course? How long did the it course, take? For me, it took between six months to a year. Like it really okay. wasn't yeah, it wasn't that bad. And you could, you know, you could take three years to do it, you could take three months to do it. Yeah. Um so it's just really at your own pace. And um yes, and then I opened my own business about probably two months ago two or three months ago um hypnosis by lily and basically i just work with women and young women um all to do with kind of body image stuff eating disorders um anxieties confidence issues career motivation really anything that's holding women back i really want to help them with and hypnotherapy is such an incredible way to do it just to discover the causes, the triggers, really what it is that's holding, you know, a particular person back and then just dealing with it in a really effective, 
rapid way. Wow. Um, okay. So let's delve into that a little bit. What actually is hypnotherapy or RTT? So tell us, yeah, what what are we talking about here? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about it this way, which is the way that I always describe it, everyone is born a blank canvas. So everyone is born believing that they are worthy and lovable and that they are enough and they have all the confidence and all the self-esteem in the world. You know, babies run around naked and they don't have any care in the world what people are thinking about their bodies. <laughs> and, you know, babies cry and they expect someone to come and help them because, you know, they believe that they are worthy of that. Yeah. And then somewhere along the way certain things happen in our lives. They could be traumatic events or they could just be, really little things that have happened. So someone says something to you one time when you're in school and you, you know, take that on and that can, you know, cause an yep. issue. So yep. it could be big or small. Um, and, you know, more and more of these things build up and they develop into a certain issue, whether that's an eating disorder, anxiety, whatever it is. Um, so in hypnotherapy where easily able to get you into a really relaxed state and that's all hypnotherapy is just a really really relaxed state and from that um from that relaxed state we're just able to go back to those memories and those scenes of things that have affected you that have caused the issue at hand and we just deal with the memories and we deal with the things that have affected you and really just like train your brain to see them in a different way see them from an adult's brain rather than a child's brain, really kind of almost detached from them as well. Um, and then I create a recording and the client will then listen to it for 21 days after our session. And that's a hypnosis recording. And oh that's just filled with this new sort of reframe, change of perspective. Um, and then, you know, 21 days, it takes 21 days to create a habit to change those neural pathways um, and yeah, it just has such an incredible domino effect so, on your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Like one, your voice like is just incredible. Like I listen to it and I'm like, oh, never stop talking, please. I'm going to listen to these podcasts on repeat. Um, but on top of that, it's almost reminds me what I think of with meditation, but it's like a specific individualized guided meditation so like if I listen to a meditative podcast because I love listening to a calming voice like your own or whatever and it does really just slow us down whereas if I meditate just on my own my brain's like this and that and that da, 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 da. whereas you know you really draw it back but then on top of that you make it specific and individualized, whereas obviously a meditative podcast or recording on Spotify, whatever is, you know, more broader. So you create, yeah, you create that recording and then someone listens to that every day. And how every long day. is that recording typically? So I try to make it quite short about, well, not sure. I mean, 15 minutes. I usually okay. make it about 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's completely personalized for the person. So it's specific to their issue and it's specific to how they want to be feeling. So before our session, I um, send over a little questionnaire just about exactly what the client wants to work on. Yeah. Um, but there's a question there where I say, how would your life look like without the issue? Yes. And so I get them to write a paragraph being really descriptive of what they'd be doing 
you know, how they'd be feeling, who they'd be interacting with, you know, anything, um, you know, that comes to their mind of exactly what they want to be doing without this issue. And then I just pack the recording full of that and then just like pack it even more with positivity and like more positive affirmations. And so it's completely personalized to the person. And because in the recording, I do get them into hypnosis. So they'll go into hypnosis at home every day for 21 days. It's, it's just crazy how the words sink in so much more when you're in a hypnotic state than when you're just in your conscious mind. Cause your conscious mind could, you know, hear these positive words and whatever and be like, Oh no, no, that's not true because this. Yeah. But when it's just your subconscious mind listening, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll take that in, I'll take that in, I'll take that in because it doesn't have all the blocks there. Yeah. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that that's incredible. So is there, what's the way to say this, is there skin-on-skin contact like, uh, or is it something that, yeah, you do externally or is it in a building with someone or...? Yeah, so it's I've got um I've just got a new office, um, which is really exciting on the Sunshine Coast. Um, and I love doing sessions in person, but I do Zoom sessions as well, and they're just yeah. as effective, which is yeah. amazing. Like there's literally no difference between in person Zoom other than the fact that like I can give you the a hug at the start yeah. and a hug at the end, and you know, yeah. we can have that connection, but really there's no difference in terms of yeah. effectiveness. Yeah. Um yeah, so yeah, I've been really lucky, especially with COVID, um, to be able yeah. to still be able to work and you know for do sure, it just as for well. sure. And I can yeah. kind of imagine because if I think about yeah, it's it's more that voice and it's that audio and it's that that zoning out yeah. and listening to that. So that side of things, how did you come to do RTT? How did you get into hypnotherapy? What made you, because you're so young as well and you're so passionate about it, I feel like something must have happened because, you know, I have this thing that I think everyone's like me and that there's been some driving force that's made me really passionate about what I do. So I'm sure there's a story. So tell me a little bit about yours and why you do what you do. Yeah, 100% there's a story. Um, So when I was a teenager, I had an eating disorder and it was sort of on and off for a few years and, you know, sometimes it would get better and, you know, whatever, and I'd dip in and out of it and I was I probably saw about three different psychologists and, you know, had multiple sessions and I found it really good that I was able to talk to them and just vent and that was really great and they gave me some kind of coping mechanisms to deal with it but I just felt like the eating disorder never went like it never completely went there were always those thoughts there yeah um and then I was just really fed up with it and it was getting it was getting worse um and then my mum actually was having lunch with a friend of hers and I think she was kind of just sort of letting it out a little bit because you know it really affects your family when you're going through anything it it affects your family just as much um sometimes if not more than the person um and so I think my mum was just kind of getting her feelings out a little bit to her friend and then her friend said you know have you um tried hypnotherapy have you kind of brought that up with Lily and then I think mum kind of put it off for a little bit and then she eventually like told me about it and I just immediately said yes like I was really so fed up with the eating disorder that at that point I was willing to try anything um and and so I went and saw a hypnotherapist well he was a psychotherapist who specialized in hypnotherapy and so we do a few 
you know, psychotherapy sessions, just chatting. And then we do the occasional hypnotherapy session. And it was just amazing. Like it was the thing that, you know, really got to the core for me. Like it really, yeah, it got to the core. It figured out why I have this. And my hypnotherapist actually said to my parents one time, he was like, no, Lily doesn't actually have like an eating disorder. And I think they told me that. And I was like, well, 100%, I do have an eating disorder. Like, you, yes, you, you are. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now obviously I understand that he was meaning like it's, it's not just that, you know, it comes from somewhere. It comes from something else. Like an eating disorder is never just an eating disorder. Just like anxiety, confidence issues, they're never just that. They stem from somewhere. Yeah. And so it's so important to, you know, go back and find what that is and deal with it. Um, and so we were able to do that. And then I was, uh, studying psychology and then I just, I don't know, I just thought I can't do this if, you know, it didn't work for me and it works with so many people and that's so great. It didn't work for me. So I couldn't do it. And so I deferred and then I, I went traveling and, um, then I started studying hypnotherapy and that's it. Now it's just makes so much sense to me. I'm like, of course, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a process and it takes a while. Yeah, and it's amazing yeah. when we find that thing. Like I started my uni degrees, I started with sports science, whatever, and when I started, if someone had said to me, oh, well, you know, you'd be doing looking at poo samples for your career, I'd be <laughs> like, you are kidding, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's amazing how you start to go, oh, what worked for me and what didn't. And for me, exercise and things didn't work for me in the sense that that healed my gut or made me feel good or helped me lose weight or whatever it was it was it was those other side of things and you're totally right for some people you know maybe it's counseling maybe it's seeing a psychologist maybe it's seeing a dietitian or whatever it is that helps with you know whatever sort of eating disorder they have but for you it was the RTT or the hypnotherapy and then all of a sudden you go wow like if this worked for me this can work for other people. And then when you have that passion and that drive like you do, well, then all of a sudden people go, oh, wow, and they believe you and they want to invest in that. But I think the other thing is, is when you're talking about an eating disorder, there that comes on such a spectrum as well. There could be so many different things when it's eating disorders. So many different things. You know, it, it manifests in so many, you know, different ways. Um, and yeah, like I said, I dipped in and out of it. So sometimes it was, you know, manageable and it was just the thoughts there, but then sometimes it was, you know, consuming my whole life. So it's definitely a spectrum of how it yeah shows up in your life. But I just think like, even if the thoughts are there, like, let's get rid of them. Like yeah. if you can live your best life, why, why not? Why not? Know? Exactly. Yeah. So what do you do now on a day-to-day basis? Do you still get hypnotherapy or do you practice meditation or are there things that you do? Maybe, you know, maybe you're not scared of relapsing, maybe you are, but, or maybe it's just for mental health and what's, yeah, what's your take on that now? Yeah. So I'm, I'm big on meditation. I'm actually a meditation teacher as well. Um, So I try and meditate every day for a long time. I did meditate every single day. Now with work and everything, it's yeah. definitely, you know, gone to the, yeah. you know, but I'm really trying to implement it more and more yeah. um, into my into my daily routine because it's so important. Like 
that along with hypnotherapy is what, you know, got me good because it just allows you to get into that really quiet space where you're able to be with, you know, the person that you are without, you know, all the thoughts and, you know, that kind of judgment. Um, so definitely meditation is amazing. So is that where that. you would recommend women start today? Like if they're a bit like, oh, I don't know about jumping in this whole hypnotherapy thing, like I'm just not yeah. sure that it's for me, where where yeah. do you recommend women start? 100% with um, meditation. And meditation could be anything. I think a lot of people think like it's just, you know, involves sitting down and having no thoughts in your head and, you know, being really enlightened and whatever. And it's so not, it could be anything. It's anything where, you know, you're just focusing on one thing. So for my dad, that's surfing. Like he'll go out and he'll surf. He won't be thinking of work. He won't be thinking of anything else. He's just thinking of surfing. For me, it's I just sit and I breathe and I just follow my breath and thoughts come in all the time. Yeah. They come all the time and it's just knowing that that's okay, noticing the thought, just trying to just, you know, not say whether it's a good or a bad thought, just watch the thought and then bring your attention back to your breath because thoughts are always going to come in and, you know, unless you're hugely enlightened been meditating for 40 <laughs> years or whatever like of course thoughts are yep. always going to come yeah yeah totally. just make it to just sit down for five minutes and breathe and then maybe you know a week or two later you sit down for seven minutes or 30 seconds like it really doesn't matter just take time to be with yourself and you know so for some people that's painting you know for some people that's yeah. going on a walk like it doesn't matter but it's just one thing in your day where you're just focusing on that thing I think that's really important and it just allows space for you to, I don't know, just, yeah, be with the, be with your true self, I suppose. I think, that makes yeah, sense. yeah, and that is really important because if we're looking at that diet culture and looking at that body image and looking at that anxiety and those eating disorders and those kinds of things, we've got to go, okay, where is it stemming from? And not only, okay, it is affecting my mental health, so I need to work on that and meditate and find that time for me, but also, you know, it might even be that fact that you are pulling yourself away from your phone or away from those external triggers completely. Like I've just been on holidays, right? So a couple of weeks and totally switch off in a sense and have no range and reception. And I know it's not meditating, but, oh, it was so nice to be away from it all. And I think we've yeah. really got to pick up those triggers and go, what is causing? And I know you said a lot of it stems back from childhood as well. And that might set the groundwork. And then we have all these daily influences maybe, which are making it worse. I'm not sure. A hundred percent, you know, social media and, you know, influences and everything like that, that, you know, put out this completely false, um, you know, sense of themselves. How could that not affect people badly? Like, when we're just living our normal grubby lives, like how can that not affect people's mental health? And so it's bringing about that awareness. And like, I think, you know, a really good way to bring about that awareness is just being, you know, with yourself, whether that's in meditation, whether that's in, you know, whatever, and just bringing about those moments of just, I suppose, silence to really, I don't just become aware and, It's just, yeah, awareness is, you know, key in everything. Um, but, yeah, I yeah, media. 
that links back to your eating as well, like you said, because even being aware of, and it might be in a bigger sense, what you're putting in your mouth, how much you're putting in your mouth, those kinds of things and what we're putting into our body. And one thing, it can become obsessive and then it becomes that disordered, some form of disordered eating or if we're just continually thinking nourishing, healthy food, sort of in a general sense, and you're just eating to fill your body like you would without stressing about it all, and we're aware of what we're eating, so then we don't typically overeat or we don't emotionally eat or those sides of things as well, and you create that healthy relationship with food, then you're less prone to sort of these eating disorders as well. But also it it affects every area of your body then. And that comes back, reciprocates, and that affects in your mental health because you need nutrition and you need to feel good. And if, you know, like it's also interlinked that whole body image, nutrition, what we're eating, how our mental health is. And like you said, I think there's so many external influences on that today with women. Yeah, absolutely. And it's all about perspective as well. Like it's the way you see food. Like how do you, you know, if you're coming at food from a place of only seeing it as, you know, a number, you know, caloric number, then how can you like expect to have, you know, a really good relationship with food? But if you see it as, oh, this is, you know, the thing that's fueling me for my day, this is the thing that's going to, you know, um, you know, make me really happy. And this is going to thing that's, you know, allows me to have really good relationships and whatever, because my mind is thinking clearly and I'm, you know, operating, you know, like optimally. That's if it's just perspective, everything is perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a really big thing for people and exercise. If you just see it as a punishment for, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, at, for eating whatever, then of course exercise is going to suck. But if you start doing things that you love and then you notice, oh, this feels really good and these endorphins are so great, it's just the perspective of how you see it. Yeah. And, you know, society, social media, everything has conditioned us to believe that exercise is a punishment, that you have to eat clean and, like, some foods are good, some foods are bad. Like, it's just messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be one of your biggest tips for building self-confidence or self-worth in women? How can we change that stigma around this diet culture and around disordered eating and those sides of things? I suppose um, I'll probably give you two. Yeah. Probably the biggest one is comparison is the thief of joy. Like 100% it is the thief of joy. If you're comparing yourself to the person next to you or, you know, people that you see on TV or on social media or whatever, of course you're going to feel badly about yourself. Like how could you expect to not? But if you just see everyone as, you know, their own thing, as their own individual person, you can't really compare yourself because everyone's different. Yeah. And so I think really becoming aware of when you're comparing yourself to others um, and really putting that like that block there, like no, that's not what I'm doing, and really just training your brain to not compare because everyone is individual, everyone's in their own lane, and everyone just needs to stay in their own lane. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, I comparison. That. Really, really try and train your brain to avoid, and that just comes by becoming aware of it. Um, and then I suppose building confidence. A uh, big thing that I believe in is like self talk, um, and so you know. In the morning when you're getting dressed, when you're putting your makeup on, whatever you're doing in front of the mirror, um, it's just looking at yourself and saying a few nice things. Like I highly recommend saying I am enough 
because yeah. that's a really good way to, you know, first start building that confidence because you're not saying I am the best, I am the most beautiful, I am the most this, I am the most that because you're not going to believe that. But if you just say I'm enough, like I am enough right now, I don't need to do or change anything to be anything more, I'm enough exactly as I am right now. That's a really good one. Um, I am worthy. I am loved. I am, I am, I am. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say it every single day and you won't believe it at the start, but maybe after two weeks, a month, whatever, you really will believe it. And you'll just feel that energy in your body shift. Like how can you, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and say I'm enough and not feel lighter? Yeah. So yeah, that's probably my two tips. I love, I think. That. I love them both. They they're amazing. <laughs> that is that is perfect. And yeah, I think they're both so so important. And I am enough. Like it doesn't sound like a lot of words. It doesn't sound like a strong statement. But when you look at yourself and you say it, you you feel it like it gives me goosebumps thinking about it and just yeah repeating that to yourself and so so important and like you said 21 days to build a habit if you told yourself for 21 days in a row that you are enough or you are beautiful those things I think you're right they start to stick and they start to resonate and you know if we can build that confidence with with in us rather than always seeking that sort of external, you know, verification that we're okay, like always, you know, waiting to hear a compliment or fishing for something so that someone, you know, goes, oh, no, Sheridan, you know, you're good at what you do. Well, you are enough or this and that. Whereas if we as women already believe that, like how much more, you know, power do we have and how much, you know, more filling of other people's cups can we do rather than always trying to pour from that empty cup where we don't believe in ourselves? I know. I always think like how many businesses would lose their profit, you know, if women yes. just started believing in themselves and loving yes. themselves, like all these cosmetic brands and like yes. things to get rid of cellulite and all this bullshit, like, oh, they yeah. just go out of business. It would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that all. Well, thank you so much for your time today, for having a chat with us. Yeah. And where is the best way to find you? Yes. So my Instagram is hypnosis by Lily, as well as my Facebook. And then my website is www.hypnosisbylily.com.au. Awesome. Well, I will link that all into the show notes so everyone can find you and have a stalk and, you know, just learn a little bit more about what you do and the daily tips, suggestions, things that you do put up for women and just, yeah, helping us all educate and empower ourselves to really be the best version that we can. So thank you so much for your time today, Lil. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking. Mm -hmm.